welcome back to Cruise News and Booze, where we sit down, have a drink, and talk about all things cruise-related. Uh, we are here for our fourth ever happy hour, um, and this is an exciting one because normally we sit down and we talk about all the news in the cruise industry, all the exciting things that have happened during the week, whether good or bad. But this week, we are going to be talking about our cruise on Wonder of the Seas, the largest cruise ship in the world. So we got back just last night from our cruise, so we're just going to kind of talk about general overall how the cruise went for us, um, what we think about the ship. Like I said, it's the largest ship in the world. So uh, it's exciting to get to have the opportunity to go on that. So no news this week, just fun cruise talk. Well, there's news. We just aren't going to cover We're it. We're not covering it. <laughs> but I'm sure something. I'm sure there's things going down that happened while we were on our cruise. Um, I wanted to film this on the ship. That was my intention. But unfortunately, if you can't tell from my voice, the last few days of the cruise, I got a bit of a head cold, so um, I was not really up to uh, speaking a lot, mostly because I didn't really have voice. <laughs> it wasn't COVID or anything like that, thank goodness. Uh, pro tip, make sure you bring a COVID test with you on the cruise, so if you are, you know get sick, you're wanting to know if you have COVID or not, you can test yourself. Um, because if you go on the ship and you, um, take one of the cruise lines test and you are negative for COVID, they do charge you, I think it's $150 is what we were here. It was mm. expensive. So we uh, didn't pay it. We didn't pay it. We, we were prepared. We, we, took we took our own. So, um, of course the goal is always not to get sick, but, um, it does happen, especially when you're around that many people. That's even with us being very prepared. We started drinking our, you know, our emergency the week before and sanitizing constantly. But with that many people, unfortunately, it does happen. So excuse my uh, <laughs> sniffliness through this video. I'm superhuman, so I didn't get it. He didn't sick. get it. So usually he is the one that gets sick. So, you know, uh, taking one for the team this time. Can I have some? Crack that baby open. If you guys want to grab oh, a drink. Oh, oh. From the comedian on the cruise, he said, you know what this sound is? It's the sound of your bill going up $10. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Cheers. 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 After I take a sip. Anyways. You can always take more sips. So we just got back last night. From our Wonder of the Seas cruise out of Port Canaveral. As Molly said, we had everything set up. I took everything with us, all the gear, all the mics, everything needed in order to record this on the ship. We had plans to do it in the music hall on deck eight and nine. And then Molly didn't feel like doing it. So here we are. Here we are. We're back. back. We wanted a little bit different scene for you. We wanted to give it to you on the ship, but that's okay. Today we're 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 gonna spend the entire hour of happy hour talking about the ship, talking about our trip, uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, um, little good cop, bad cop, 
Molly's probably going to talk about everything that was great, and then I'm going to talk about the things that I didn't care much for because uh, I have high expectations. And I'll say that they were met, but we'll we'll get into some of the nitty gritty about the what I didn't think was met on this ship. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six topics we want to talk about with you guys today regarding Wonder of the Seas, Royal Caribbean's largest ship in the world, newest ship for the Royal Caribbean line as well. Yeah. And let's do it. Let's do it. So the first thing, obviously, we want to talk about is embarkation. Embarkation day. Getting we, on. We arrived to Florida a day early. Two days we early. Did. Yeah, we got two days early. Because we wanted to make sure, one, we have family down there. We wanted to say hi to everybody. But we wanted to make sure we had plenty of time and there were no delays as we were driving like 12 hours to get there. So we didn't want there to be any delays. So we arrived midday on Friday and the ship didn't leave until Sunday afternoon. But embarkation day, um, we got to the port area about 45 minutes before our boarding time. 30 minutes? No, no, no. It was, way it, off. it was like 15 minutes. Oh, when we got to the actual yeah, ship? Because yeah. we were there way early and we stopped. Yeah, and we, we stopped and, and, and did, we did some things. things. So, it was like 15 minutes early. Our boarding time was 12. Yes. We got there at like 11.45. Yep. And one of the things about Port Canaveral is it's a mess getting in there. Um, it's not a mess getting there, but once you get to the port, there's a really long it's, line because there's only two turning lanes that turn into the terminal. Yep. And then those two lanes merge into one. And there is a parking deck there. But by the time we got there, the parking deck was already full. Which is surprising because we had like the earliest time. Yeah, but I'm guessing other ships that were. I'm guessing, out yeah, other ships. Filled it up. So yep. we did not drive, we were dropped off by my parents. Um, thankfully. Thankfully, um, because I don't know where we would have parked. We would have been well, way far away. They have ground level parking, but I refuse to leave the car at right. sea level on the ground. I would want to be not at the top, but the next next level down. Yeah. So not only did it save us money, but it actually saved me a little bit of frustration because I yeah. would have been a little upset um, how we got there. So yeah, I don't know what's up with that, Port Canaveral, but you need to put more parking decks there. They only made it like three levels, three or four levels. It's not a very big parking garage. It's not. They have ground level parking. Hopefully they they upgrade that. So that that was that was my take on getting to the port. But again, it was it's always funny when you pull up and you see a cruise ship such as the MSC Seaside and you're like, oh look, that's a big ship. Yeah. Look at that ship. And then you go over the passway and then you see the wonder and you're like, oh that's, that's a ship. That's a cruise ship. That's a ship. That little thing we passed there, the dinghy. The dinghy. That's not a cruise ship. This is a cruise ship. And it's always, I think that's one thing that Royal Caribbean does really good, not just on the outside of their ships, but the whole embarkation process feels very uh, grand, I would say, and exciting. Like Caleb said, even just pulling up to the port. If you're getting on one of those Oasis class ships, you know you're getting on the biggest ship there. And it's they're just impressive looking because there's so much on them. Obviously, a lot of cruise lines have really beautiful features and, 
and all of that. But there's just really something about those Oasis class ships with the open back, you know, the slides, um, very colorful, very bright. Um, it's just something very exciting about, about going on those. <clears throat> and when it came to the actual process of getting on, it was pretty quick. Um, I do feel like we've gotten on quicker maybe on some of the other ones. Um, our well, first Oasis we, one, we were on very quickly. Well, some of that was our choice. Right. When you pull in to the terminal, you unload at the bottom of the parking garage. Mm -hmm. So you're covered, which is fine, but it gets really loud and chaotic because it's concrete and all the noise and sounds are bouncing off and people are still trying to leave from the, the week before and you're getting off and going in and you drop your bags off, give them a nice tip, 10 bucks a bag is what I did this time. Our bags got there and then you walk through a little stanchion and then you go into the terminal. And once you're in the terminal, there's a pretty big, long zigzag line to get through security. Um, we made bad decisions from that point on until we walked onto the ship. So in security, they've got 15 or 20 lanes. We got behind this group that thought it was a great idea to carry on all of their luggage. And it's two people carrying on four massive suitcases. And then they couldn't get them into the conveyor belt of the, the, uh, the scanner. Oh yeah, that scanner. And that kept getting stuck and, and they finally got it in and then they didn't take stuff off. And so they had to go back through and then they, it just took way longer than it should have been. So, but I was like, don't sweat it. Don't stress it. It's going to be fine. We're here. We don't need anything to worry about. Just get on the ship. And then we, we, you take the escalator upstairs and that's where you start your check-in process after you did your, uh, safety briefing and all that stuff on the app. And then we made another bad decision. Again, yeah. there's 25 lines and it's a quick check-in process. It takes about 40 seconds. If that, but I guess whoever we got behind did not do their check-in process. So the attendant was having to go through that with them and, and, you know, get them kind of checked in. So, you know, make sure you're checked in before you get there, because it is not only is it easier for you, but it just makes the whole process so much smoother. Um, you can go from, you know, 30 minutes or more to like Caleb said, a 40 second process. Um, that is very simple. They've made it super easy. Um, I did our check-in, I would say in 10 minutes, less than, yeah, less than 10 minutes. Like yeah, the pre-check-in. It takes almost no time to do. They make it easy. You, you scan your passport pretty scan much at this passport, point. Or take a picture, punch some information yeah. in. And what that does is it pre-populates all that stuff. So when you get to the port, they you scan your passport, yep. passport. They make sure that's you and they say, Great, have fun. Yeah. And that's it. And you, you get on the ship, but not for those people in front of us. That was, don't do that to yourself. That, that, yeah. What should have taken a minute, we probably stood there for 15 minutes watching it. And by the time we realized how long they were taking, every other lane that we walked past that only had one person in it now had a line. So we couldn't move. We were committed at that point. Yeah. But once they were gone, I don't even think they let them. No, the they, they. I think they escorted them to the side, and some things were going down. Took so. them somewhere else. But once, once they were on, no, no C pass cards in the terminal. No. All that's on the ship. So you, you we just we walked right on. There was no sitting. There was no waiting. Mm -mm. Um, there wasn't a lot of people, so it was nice and easy. One thing they do differently on the Wonder than the other Oasis ships is usually they when you embark the ship, 
they dump you out in the middle of the Royal Promenade. Yeah. And it's like this wow factor. And you're like, oh, and it's massive. And there's stuff everywhere. And people are eating pizza. And yeah. drinks are flying. And yeah, there's, there's workers everywhere. And they're selling stuff. And this time they, they put you on deck five, which is the, and they, the, the walking yeah, track. They split and they everyone. split you into two lines, which... Maybe they do that normally. We just normally don't see the two lines. I don't Maybe. Know. Um, and they dump you in the hallway. Yeah. Of the, the 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 forward and the aft hallways where the elevators are, and you have to like fight your way to fight get your back. way to the to the promenade to just get that wild factor. So that was a little bit different. But all in all, I would I would say I understand why they're doing it. It's for crowd control, obviously, yeah. because you know people seem to tend to when they get there they stop right because they want to take pictures or whatever so then everything gets really backed up so if you can kind of keep at least some traffic going um that is helpful um but all yeah, all, it was easy it was easy it was quick nice and it, easy getting even on the longest royal caribbean embarkation which wouldn't be this one it would be the anthem that yep. was a mess. That was the... even the longest royal caribbean embarkation we've had it's still quicker than most most other, other cruise ones. lines quick embarkation. Oh so yeah, they've got it down. They know how to get eight thousand people off, eight thousand people on really quickly. So kudos there. Um, next thing is just kind of the ship as a whole. Yeah. Right. So what did you think? I mean, as soon as you get on, it's always that wow factor. Like I said, that you have with Royal Caribbean. Um, obviously, the Royal Promenade is amazing. Nobody does a, a promenade like Royal Caribbean. Um, there's just a lot of really I would say interesting things to do on the Royal Promenade, lots of bars, um, you know, the little shops, they have Sorrentos, there's a lot going on there, Cafe Promenade, um, you know, they always just, they make it a big, a big thing. And if you don't know what the Royal Promenade is, it, it's like the main part of the Royal Caribbean ships, yeah. it's deck five, so it's the bottom, or almost the bottom of the ship, and inside of the Royal Promenade, it looks like a mall. Yeah. Right? That's you what it looks like. It's you wouldn't open. know your... There's restaurants and bars on the side and shops and, and things to do. So so that's the, the Royal Promenade. And most cruise lines have some version of that. Yeah. But Royal calls it Royal. So that was my kind of initial impression. Uh, you know, it's always just it's that, that factor of getting on. You're so excited. Everyone's excited, you know, going to do as much as possible. But I will say after you know that kind of wears down a little bit you realize oh this is the same as the rest of the oasis ship so we've been pretty on identical four of the five oasis class ships the oasis of the seas which was my first cruise the symphony of the seas the harmony of the seas and i've wondered the seas the only thing left is alert yeah one of the older ones yeah we'll get on all cruise ships have a wow factor they do. When you walk on. It's the excitement. It's the excitement, your adrenaline, you're ready to eat. And if you get the beverage package, drink and just let's go. Right? <laughs> like, you're excited. But when you get on an Oasis class ship, that's like amped to a it's, whole Oh, other yeah. Because there's so much going on all around you. There's music. There's, you know, all sorts going on. Those ships have the, um, they have the, you know, Central Park. Which is, you know, always that's another wow factor. You know, you go to the back of the ship, which is the aqua theater, the boardwalk, another wow factor. 
go up to the pool deck. That's a whole other level because you get slides everywhere and, and colorfulness. And, and I would say this one. But as you said, after the initial wow factor, yeah, you're like, oh, this is this. I've already seen this. Yeah, I've seen. This is the same as the other four. Yep. Uh, so that again, that's for for those that have been on the ships already, the the Oasis class ships. Um, if you've never been on an Oasis class ship, do yourself a favor, go, go experience what yeah. we're talking about. It truly, truly is a wow factor, unlike any other ship out there, and we've been on a lot. So. And it, it really ups your uh, expectations. expectations of ships, like seeing what they can do. Um, they're just it's it's amazing. They did some really fun things with this ship, which were different that I liked. Um, so they the layout. It's the same basic bit, idea. Yeah, same basic idea. Yeah. You've got the same neighborhoods, but what's in each neighborhood is subtly different. So what was your favorite variation from this ship to a other Oasis class ship? So I had two favorites, actually. I asked you. <laughs> My first favorite is the Solarium. They did mine. an amazing job with the Solarium. Um, if you've been on some of the other ships, I'm not sure. I can't remember with Oasis. If the Solarium if, is the adults only area at the very top deck at the very front of the ship. Yes. 16 and up, adults only. Yes. Go ahead, continue. I just wanted to fill in <laughs> people that maybe don't know what a Solarium is. So um, on some of the other, I think it was Harmony, this was an issue. They did not put a pool or hot tub in the solarium. Uh, there really wasn't a lot going on there. We never really frequented the solarium. I think the, we walked on, in there once. We walked in. Nobody was using there it. There wasn't much going on. It was just kind of a, nothing to do. a, a hot <laughs> room because the solariums mostly are, you know, kind of enclosed in glass or something. Um, but they get really hot. Uh, this one, they did it a little differently where... Um, they have, you know, where it's more insulated and air conditioned. Um, climate control. Climate control. It yeah. wasn't cold. No, no, it wasn't. But it cold. definitely was not humid and hot. No. And they had, you know, hot tubs. They had multiple hot tubs. They had a little area where you can kind of sit in the water with some comfortable loungers. They had what I would consider the nicest bar in a solarium that I've seen. Um, which is really smart. Obviously, it's an adults-only area, so everyone's going to want to drink. Um, lots of really nice chairs uh, and, like, not beds necessarily, but they were people were using loungers them. Yeah. that two people could fit on. Yeah, comfortable chairs. Um, so it was just a really calming, pleasant experience. Um, that I was really happy to see that Royal Caribbean did that. I would love to see them to continue that with the rest of the Oasis class ships that they come out with. Um, and I guess all their ships just in general. I think that's a really nice feature for people who are looking for some quiet time away from the kids. Uh, that they can hang out in there and, and have a really great experience. What's your second favorite thing about this ship, Molly? My second favorite thing that they did specifically on this ship that I noticed was the, uh, they took away one of the hot tubs, which I actually, I was upset about this to begin with, that they took away one of the kind of large hot tubs that hung off the side. It's there on all the Oasis class ships. And yeah, they, on the top deck, they have two hot tubs that hang massive, off the side. Yeah. Two wing looking hot tubs if you look at the ship. 
and we always really enjoyed those. Um, so they took one away and they made it a bar called the View Bar, but that was very pleasant. It was a very nice bar. Um, we sat there actually for a sail away and we got to, you know, have a great view of that. Um, it was never particularly crowded, which was nice. Um, it had a nice breeze most of the time, lots of chairs. Uh, so I think that was actually a really nice addition to, uh, to the ships. Yep. Yeah. They, they, they did a, they did a nice job of that bar. Um, I don't think a lot of people knew it existed because it wasn't very busy, which I was fine with, <laughs> but it had the best view on the ship. It's called the view. Um, the hours were a little weird. The hours were, yeah, we, is that, yeah, we never could really but, figure out. The set hours. But if you got there while they were there working, it was great. We enjoyed it for sail away. It was a great view because I get it. Great view, right? The the side that the, the bar is on is the same side that they're docked on when they're yeah. in port. So it was really nice for sail away. Um so so I'll say the the ship as a whole, again, it's the newest Royal Caribbean ship. It's the largest one out there. We've been on four of the five Oasis-class ships now. So we've experienced these large ships four times. This, by far, felt the busiest. It did feel the busiest. Usually, this time of year, there isn't a whole lot going on in cruising, which is why we cruise this time of year. We usually get on the ship, and they're at 20 30% capacity. And so we kind of have the lay of the land. This felt like midsummer kids everywhere like full ship so i don't know what the actual capacity was i don't know if it was full um but it felt busier there seemed like there were more people there and the lines for things were longer than they normally are yeah and i don't know if it's because it's the newest ship that's the only thing or I can think of. if there's something else you know if there was other factors going on with that i can't think of any other factors Usually, this time of year is when like the the or associations or, or clubs cruise because there's availability and it's yeah. cheaper. I didn't really see any of that. Like I saw a couple people with like shirts called, I don't remember what it was, like it was a casino group. Um, and then I saw one person with like a shirt about like... Um, I mean, there's a lot of family groups. Yeah. I know I like a lot of family, like large family groups. So yeah, I don't know what it was, but I, I don't the only thing I can think of is because it's the newest ship out there. Everybody wanted to go on it, um, and it was packed. That that is that's the first time I've ever experienced an Oasis class ship, and I was like, oh, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, because normally it's even though they the ships are huge, normally there aren't that many people. And Royal does, I mean, they spread people out pretty good. You know, the amount of places that there are on the ship, it usually gives people lots of different places to go so nothing feels too crowded um but yeah this one was pretty busy so uh hopefully when icon comes out uh hopefully wonder calms down a little bit and everyone can go enjoy that because i would i'd wait for it to um yeah i think we're gonna avoid little. the icon for a little while because i don't like curves with that many people that's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be almost, what, 10,000 people between it's passengers and crew. Um, and everyone's talking about it's a really, I mean, I'm excited about it because, like we said, all of the ships kind of start to look the same. So Icon's a new class and it's exciting. But uh, this crowd, I, I don't, I don't know. That's not it.
And like that, the drink fairy bestowed their favor upon me again. And another 10 bucks. There you go. <laughs> so I got to talk about the most important thing on the whole, the whole cruise. Me. The food. Oh, the food. The oh. food, obviously. The booze? Booze are oh. important too, okay. the but food. the food. So what do we, what do we do this time? Where did we not go? Where did we not go? We didn't go to El Loco Fresh. I was looking for the main dining room. Oh, we didn't go. <laughs> I was trying to like set you up for the. Oh. Well, let's restart. The slam dunk. No, it's all right. So uh, we did not dine in the main dining room at all. Mm -mm. So if you're curious about the food in the main dining room, um, you're going to have to check somebody else's video out because we have no thoughts or opinions. We walked into the main dining room to get footage for you guys. It was a stunning dining room. Beautiful. Really oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. We just didn't dine there at all because... We had unlimited dining package. Unlimited specialty dining. We decided to try them all. Yeah, we tried them all. Molly said she wanted specialty dining, and I said, send them all. <laughs> send them all. So we tried them all. We did. That's a lie. Oh, we didn't try the hibachi. We didn't go to Wazumi. I don't like sushi. It's my fault. She would have ate there. Yeah. And I didn't want to pay extra for hibachi because I already literally just paid like $800. Right. For this dining package. Just the yeah. specialty dining package. So, is it a little bit of a shame that they're not... So, food. Food was excellent. Ate way too much. Way too much. But the not only was the food good, but I did think the level of service in all the specialty restaurants was elevated. Um you get just kind of a more personalized experience. They're not waiting on so many people um, as, you know, in the main dining room. It's not as hectic. You know, the main dining room is a very hectic place. So many people going there to eat. Um, it gets a little crazy. But the special restaurants was just a really nice, relaxing experience for us. Um, we enjoyed, you know, the things we tried. We enjoyed going there for lunch. Um, I tried things I don't normally eat. Yeah. Uh, I regret every one of them, <laughs> but that's okay. I'll, I, now I can say I did it, so we're, we're done. So we had seven dinners in specialty restaurants. Yeah. And we had two lunches in specialty restaurants, a brunch, and then we had lunch at Johnny Rockets and lunch at Playmakers. Yeah. So we tried all the specialty restaurants except Izumi. Yes. And again, my fault. So Molly, what was your favorite specialty dining venue? Oh, goodness. I know what yours is, so I'm not going to say yours. Okay. Um, and we will be bringing out a video about for each, each one. one individually. So, so you don't have to feel like this is the... We're not going to cover everything. No. We're just briefly talking about it, but we're going to have a specialty dining review for every restaurant and then we'll rate them and we'll we'll stack rank them and we'll, we'll, we'll tell you if you're going to buy the package or even if you're just going to get one. Which one to get? What's the one you should go to? I think my favorite was Hook Seafood. All right. Hook Seafood. That was delicious. Was it the venue, the food, or the waiter? So the waiter was great. She thought he was cute. No. No. I'm going to fix my mic. I think it was a little too low. 
Um, I liked the, um, the waiter was really fun, but the food was delicious. Um, what we got, I thought it was all done really well. Um, the venue is okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's not my favorite venue. Um, but I did think the food was delicious. Um, I had the surf and turf. I really enjoyed that. Everything was presented well. Uh, they had like oyster shooters, which I thought was fun. I'd never done an oyster shooter. Gross. Caleb didn't like it. I thought it was fun. I, I Like I said, I'd never done one, so that was exciting. Um, but yeah, that was, it was just a good experience. So we ate seven dinners there. We had two lunches in specialty restaurants, a brunch, and then Johnny Rockets Playmakers. We also ate Sorrento's. We had Park Cafe. We had the buffet. We had, we didn't try Doghouse because we couldn't get to no, it. Every time we went to it, it was either closed or so many people waiting that it wasn't worth waiting. Um, and then the two times that we tried, went to try to El Loco Fresh, they were also closed. Um, so mm -hmm. you did eat something from El Loco Fresh that one time though for breakfast. I have, yeah. yeah. And I also, the El Loco Fresh food is very similar to the Coco K food. Yeah. Um, so we did eat the Mexican food on Coco K. Coco K, so that kind of counts. I don't know. To me, it counts because I know it's the same stuff. And where else did we eat? Did I hit everything? I think, I think got we all. got it all. So we, we tried everything except the doghouse um, and Azumi's and the main dining room. Yeah. So I feel like we did a really good job. There's a lot of food venues on this ship. It's a lot. There is so much food and you we had to actually work towards making sure we tried everything. Yeah, you had to mentally think of like, what have we not done? What do we need to do? Um, it was almost like a checklist. It was. Like, all right, gotta, gotta go here, gotta go here, gotta go here. But part of that, the reason we felt that way is because we added in all the specialty restaurants. Yeah, if you don't add those in, you're not gonna feel that way. There's no need because there's no. so much food on this ship. And, and the food is good. The specialty dining is the next level. It, it is. is a little bit higher in flavor profiles, a little bit higher in experience and service and things like that. But you don't get to enjoy really everything else that you already paid for in the cruise fare. Yeah. There's, there's so much on this ship. So don't feel like you're going to be cheating yourself out. It's taken us, I don't know, every cruise we've done before this one to buy the package. Yeah. So, don't feel like you need to, to jump into that. Yeah, package. not your first time. If it's um, your first time. Your first time, 10th time, or 100th time, you may not even need it because there's so much food. Um, but we we did it because we wanted to try it and bring out some information to you guys to let you know, uh, is it worth it? And uh, is the specialty dining package worth it? You'll see, ah, yeah, see you in our video. video. <laughs> Proud of you. All right, so let's hop over to entertainment. Can I take this one? You can go for it. So, uh, this could be pretty quick. It sucked. Um, probably the worst Royal Caribbean entertainment that we've experienced on a ship. Well, I think you should specify. I because will. I will. I will. So, on these Oasis class ships, you get something different that you don't get on any other ship in the world. The ice skating show which you don't find that anywhere else other than Oasis class ship and the aqua theater show. You don't find that anywhere than any mm -hmm. other ship. So I expect those two to be the best ever because they're the only ones ever. 
Yeah. Right? There's no comparison for those two. Right. Unless you've been on another Oasis class ship. Those two on this ship were excellent. Uh, they were some of the best that I think we've ever seen. Um, the, in fact, at the end of the cruise, due to the popularity of them, they actually added an additional ice skating show and an aqua theater show in the last day that they don't normally do because so many people couldn't get to it because of how popular it was. And again, that's leading me to believe they all, all of the people that were on the ship. Yeah. But let's talk about the Royal Theater. My first experience of cruise ship entertainment. Royal Theater on board the Oasis of the Seas back in 2016. What's the very first show that we went to? It was Cats. It was atrocious. I, I That was night one. I'd never been to a cruise ship before. We walked in there, and I just looked at Molly, and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Come find out that everyone pretty much felt that way. So I was like, okay, great. It's not just me. It was general consensus that shit wasn't that great. From that point on, every other show we've seen in a Royal Caribbean Royal Theater has been great. Yeah. Every other show, the rest of that cruise was great. Every show in the symphony, every show in the harmony, every show in the anthem. Fantastic, 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 fantastic. We saw Hairspray. We Grease, saw Grease. Hairspray. And they were done. We Rock You. Excellent. We so we saw the one with the, the airplane. Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was called. I think it's called Flight. Um, yeah, Flight. Right. And the thing is, they like you know, Royal says Broadway level productions of these shows, such as Hairspray and Grease, and I would say it was. Yeah, they yeah. did an amazing job they're, on those things. The singing was good. The... Hour and a half, two hour long shows. Yep. Whatever Royal did on this ship is not working. We witnessed two shows on the Royal Theater. Three shows. Which typically you get three shows on a Royal Theater, but they're three good shows. We got three shows and they all three sucked. We got Tap Factory, which was uh, it, it, it was the better of the uh, of of the three. It was it was the better of them, it, I would say. Tap Factory was 15 people on stage. They only gave tap shoes to three or four of them. So you've got 12 other people that you don't even need up there. And you got three or four people tapping. You got people banging on plastic uh, barrels and metal barrels, which could be cool because we have seen the Blue Man Group and it is a great show. It is very entertaining, but it's well done. This was not. It just, there was nothing to it. It was the same thing over and over again. The singing was not that good. The music was, no was not singing. that good. It was It was just, yeah. it, was, it was garbage. Then we went and saw Voices. Oh. This is Royal Caribbean's attempt at being pentatonics. But instead of teaching or training the singers that they pay to do the activities, they pre-recorded these boom, 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 noises that are supposed to be instruments in a studio. And then they took video of it and then played us the video on the screen like it was adding something to the show. So that was bad. That was the whole thing. There was nothing else to it. And it, 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 it started out bad and it didn't get any better. No. And then you have... The offenders, I mean the effectors. 
which aren't you feeling offended after that i'm feeling very offended after that i don't know who they made this for it had to have been made for like eight-year-old boys that's the only thing i can think of it, it there's another offend effectors one yeah they, said so, was... they were talking about somewhere they were talking about the effectors one is on i guess a different ship uh this is the effectors two well like caleb said i think they're I think the mindset behind it was a show specifically for young kids because teenagers would not be no. into this. It just was, I would say, very cheesy is the only word I could super think. Super cheesy. And yeah. I don't mind shows for kids. Just right. an adventure ocean. That's where, right. that's where the kids are. Right. There were hardly no kids on the There was no kids night. there. So, and I've never seen so many people walk out of a Royal Caribbean show yeah. as... Almost every show, there were masses of people walking out. Yeah. Five minutes, ten minutes after the show started. The only other place we've seen that is MSC. Yeah. Because like this, this was MSC level energy. Yeah, with like the cheesiness and the, it just was very disappointing to see from Royal because that's one reason we always go back to them or we we've cruised Royal the most, but it is because their entertainment is usually you know it's a notch above everyone else they they know what they're doing there so but. the effectors 2 is like a superhero themed show about special effects and technology and all these great things which sounded okay this could be really cool like yeah. i think we'll do some really cool stuff on yeah. their, their ships and their theaters but what we got was very cheesy very uh, God, you couldn't even enjoy it. But then it was the same thing four times over. There's four superheroes, and there's a villain, and the villain gets out, and he captures the first superhero. Well, guess what? They do the same freaking thing again and again and again. So for like 45 minutes, you're you're pre-predicting what's going on, and it's right. not fun. And I wish that they would bring back their Broadway shows, like the the Grease, the Hairspray, the We Will Rock You. We Will Rock You. Like, um, they they have another really one that shows. we haven't seen. Oh, I would have rather watch Cats. Yeah. Than what we had to watch. So um, I, would, I don't want to go on forever about entertainment. Right. The cruise director, shout out to Ricky, amazing as always. Amazing. We had him on one of the other ships. Got his red shoes. <laughs> always full of energy. Always a ball of fun. Uh, wish every cruise director out there was like ricky it, it would just you should be... probably talk about the the comedians though and yeah, the crazy the, crazy quest the comedians were, were great uh one was better than the other i don't remember their name uh the one you enjoyed was paul ortega paul yeah so he was hilarious Orgata. Orgata. improv so so playing off the crowd um, we saw him in the comedy club. The other guy, I don't know his name. She'll, we'll find it. We'll put it up here. But it was uh, it, it was okay. But he was a little older. You could tell he's been doing this a long time. Just kind of worn out. Um, and and didn't really play. I love that improv play off the crowd. It was vibe. amazing. Paul yeah. really just just found the right people in the crowd and just I mean just hammered it. Oh, <laughs> and then we saw him in the theater last night, which they rule does this. They usually do the shows in the comedy club and they're it's so small and so so few people can get in yeah and then they do the big show in the theater so everybody can come and it's usually two different shows which it was the second show it was all right wasn't yeah. anything spectacular yeah the crowd was um, kind of giving them nothing i felt bad <laughs> crazy quest uh best one seen, yeah we've seen this four times now um i don't know how many other ships yeah they do it on all of them because we saw them at them yeah so four times we've seen this show this show if you don't know what the crazy quest is it's adults only 
it toes the line of inappropriateness. Yeah. It is the audience is split up into teams and you're given quests or things you have to complete, such as I need a male member of the audience down here with, uh, you know, a, an American Express card, right? Something like that. Something just, just off the wall. And then it builds. And yeah, and it builds as it goes. It starts off really simple, and then it builds as it goes. And they get more and more and more ridiculous. This is the first time, and again, I'm going to say this again, it toes on the line of inappropriateness. By design, that's how they do it. That's why it's adults only. This is the first time in four quests, there was a guy completely naked <laughs> during the quest. And, and, and I'll tell you what happened. So one of the quests was Ricky, our cruise director, said... Um, I need to see the female captain of every team down here with three men's shirts off of their bodies. So three people in the crowd, that's how they split the teams up. Three guys are like, oh, me. They take their shirt off and they throw it, you know, down there in Studio B in the ice rink. And the, the, the female captain runs up and, oh, I got them. And you get points, right? The first person gets the most. The last person that gets it on gets the least. And then he was like, stay here, stay here, stay here. And it was like, all right, the three people that gave up their shirts stand up. And they all stand up. And he says, great, I need to see the team captains with all of those guys' pants, right? And you think, okay, no worries. Most guys have boxers on underneath. Again, we're towing the line of appropriate. Yeah. Well, they all take their pants off. And sure enough, directly across the crowd from us, across the ice skating ring from us, uh, that guy decided to take his pants off. But guess what he left in his stateroom? Or maybe they're ashore. I don't know. He, he didn't have any boxers on. And he... Full sended, he committed, he, and he gone. Took him off. Took him off and gave him to her. Uh, so thankfully, he covered himself on the front. That way, it wasn't that. But all we look over and we just see this bare white ass, <laughs> and everyone in the crowd loses it. Oh yeah, it was so funny. It, I mean, it made the night. It did. Um. And even Ricky thought it was. Ricky you know, was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, but they covered it very quickly. They the crew did the right thing. They they, they, they got him his pants back. They quickly got him. They put found a towel. Yeah, they found a towel. But that was amazing. Uh, I saw a little bit of battle of the sexes. It was it was okay. Um, what else? What other entertainment? I think that's the main the main stuff that we. Yeah. So entertainment. I'm gonna say half of it was terrible. The the, the Royal Theater shows that was just absolutely abysmal. Royal Caribbean do better. The rest of it on par, just oh, what yeah. was expected for from the aqua theater, the ice skating, to the comedians. To, to I mean, we saw one of our favorite comedians to date on our first Royal Caribbean ship, and now she's got yep. Netflix specials, yep. right? So it's cool to see they usually have really, really good comedians. Um, so you want to take the uh, the next one? Yeah. Well, the second most important thing, other than the food, obviously, the drinks. I would say the most important thing, but that's just my opinion. I so I found I found on this ship that they had so many drinks. Yeah, me too. Found so many drinks. <laughs> I noticed that most of the bars had their own cocktail mm -hmm. menus. They have a few featured cocktails. featured cocktails, and they were really nice. Like the first day we got on, I had one. I don't remember what it was called, but they served it in like this little bucket. Um, that was the, 
Man, I can't. I can think. I, I can see the menu. Yeah, I can see, the I can see I can it. Picture it, and it was mind. really good. So it kind of from there it set the stage for you know each one, you know trying their specialty drinks. Um, it was so that was really exciting. Um, on this ship is the Mason Jar, uh, which is one of the restaurants. It's kind of like a country themed restaurant but they have a bar um and their bar has some really skilled bartenders uh it's really fun they you know they knew what they were doing they would make it some fun things um so that was really nice i would say they put a lot of emphasis on their cocktails this time such as like i enjoy a martini from time to time so i noticed on this ship which i've not noticed on other ships they chill their glasses Mm-hmm. before the martini. Like the, they make certain drinks. Yeah. They pre-chill the glass. They pre-chill the glass. Little things like that that I've just noticed is a little step up uh, from some of the other Royal Caribbean or just, I guess, cruises in general that we've been on. Um, the bars were really well staffed. Always. Two or three bartenders in every bar. Always. Um, and then if it got busy, people would show up and they would, you know, help clear the clear the lines so I was really I was happy to see that because we have been on ships where there's one bartender holding on for dear life um and it's just it's not a uh relaxing experience for anyone Uh, but they did a really great job with that on this um there's workers everywhere everywhere the lines seem to go pretty smoothly especially in the bars um they they were really nice, relaxing, relaxing bars. What was your favorite drink? Go. Favorite drink. Quick, quick, oh quick, no. Quick, quick, quick. I'm thinking about it. just spit I it mean, out. I mean, I drank a lot just of mimosas. Hey, on, mimosa. There it is. <laughs> favorite drink was mimosa. A little bit of champagne, a little bit of orange juice. Voila. We have mimosas every single morning. We did. We didn't even skip a single one. Every single morning. We're who made the best mimosas? I, I take it back. I know what my favorite drink was. What was it? Was in 150 Central Park. 150 Central Park. The cucumber. The cucumber basil cocktail. It uh, was called the. I don't know. The Garden called. Martini, I think. No, it wasn't Martini. It was Garden something. Anyways, it was delicious. The, you know what made it delicious? It was different from any other beverage on the ship. Most cruise line beverages are just sugar, liquor, drink. Fruity. Yeah. Um, it's, it's usually just something fruity, something super sugary, mixed with a little bit of liquor and served up and, and here you go, have fun. This one was light, refreshing. It was a, um, I don't know, I think it was a vodka based beverage with cucumber and basil. It was very, ah, just, it, it was. Nice. The only thing I didn't like about it is that it was a larger glass and so it took you a little while to drink it and they didn't put ice in it. And so by the time you got about it got Two warm. Yeah. It got warm and it was kind of gross warm. Um, so my advice is get drink it, quickly. drink it quick, and then get you two or three more while you're there. Um, but that I would say that was my, my favorite, uh, my favorite cocktail. And you also enjoyed uh, the bee's knees from beer's knees, beer's knees from the cast and clipper. clipper, the pub. It is a uh, beer rendition of the classic bee's knees cocktail. Um, and it was really good. We picked a terrible time to get try it, as we had to fight through swarms of children <laughs> and families doing a scavenger hunt thing that they ran out of papers for. So obviously, Royal wasn't even really prepared for as many people that were on this ship. Um, 
but uh, that was good. The moonlight something out of the mason jar. They got oh, like the blueberry yeah. blackberry the with the blackberry moonshine. That was really good. Um, so all in all, I would say the bars, we had the beverage package. I think we did 260 visits to the bars in, in seven days. So that's two drinks every time. So you're looking at 520 yeah. beverages we tried between beers and and cocktails and coffees and and waters we tried everything red bull all of it you could get you got smoothies from vitality cafe Cafe. i don't think a lot of people realize that we didn't know that the first time we had the drink package we didn't know we could go get smoothies from vitality cafe juice things like that you can get those with the refreshment package too but not a whole package so um we tried it all more coming about our thoughts on the drinks and the bars and all that as a whole there'll be yep. a video about that but i we really enjoyed the beverage package we did um it, it almost became like part of our our job for the week yeah to, to, to try, try everything yeah uh, i think we pretty successfully did try everything at least that we wanted to we had some really good drinks we had some really bad drinks yeah um, but we'll talk about that more in a different video um so so last thing uh, we're going to talk about as we wrap up our, our episode 04 happy hour, our symphony of the, of the sea, symphony, geez, I'm on the wrong ship. Wonder of the seas special, um, is our third visit to Coco K and they've all three been the new Coco K. They've all been, yes. Yeah. It's been amped. And everyone's been a perfect day. The sun has been out. Everyone the sky is clear. One has been perfect. It truly has been perfect. So yep. First time around, we did the water park. Mm-hmm. The first visit we ever had to Coco Cave, we did the water park. So we spent most of the day doing the water park, didn't experience anything else on the island. The second visit, we decided to do excursions. So we spent most of the day doing jet ski excursions, getting to and from and showering back to the ship and lunch and on and eat. So that pretty much took up the whole day. This time around, we decided to do nothing. Relaxing day at Coco Cay. We had a relaxing day at the Coco first Cay. day, the first time I was able to get in the uh, swim up bar because I've never actually been in that. I've wanted to, we just haven't had we've time. walked through by the swim up bar multiple times, yeah. we never actually got down and got in the pool. So, this time we, we did, did it. So, we we took the time, we got some footage for you guys. So, we're gonna have a, a, a third review or third visit or whatever you yeah. call it, our take on, on Coco Cay. We got to experience the new South Beach. Um, that was open. So that was nice over there. We got to uh, locate that and, and check that out. Uh, gotta, insider tip about that, it's really hard to find. Good luck finding it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was nice once you got there because nobody was there because yeah. they couldn't find it. We so. got to try the snack shack. We had lunch at one of the, uh, the buffet restaurants whatever they call them there yeah um we tried drinks we did the swim up bar we we just we had a really nice day yeah um we we really we got off the ship early uh, we, we were one of the first people on the island uh, we were the only ship there too that's something that we're currently uh a hundred percent on we've never ever shared the island with another cruise ship no you see pictures of other people's cruises and they're they're in Coco There's Cay two there, yeah. with another ship. And Hasn't happened to us. We've never had to deal with that. Every time we've and I Coco really Cay, wanted it this time us. because I really wanted to. I like the size but comparison. You wouldn't have been able to get pictures of the ship. 
That's true. Now, granted, there are other ports. When we went to St. Thomas, we went to St. Martin's. But from Coco Cay, you get the nice picture of the ship, the water and the rocks. And, and yeah. you'll see. I'll put a picture up here. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's just beautiful. It's nice. So. Um, That's a quick little recap. So this wraps up Happy yeah. Hour episode 004 again. Um, all in all, it was a really great trip. It was. It was enjoyable. The the only major downsides I feel were the entertainment, and then and the crowding. The, the it was the, crowded. How many people were on the ship? I, I was I would truly be curious if it was full capacity because it really felt like it. It did. Um, but the beverage package made up for the entertainment <laughs> because we could just drink our way through it, so we didn't have to suffer through it. We could drink through it. Yeah. And then the beverage package also made up for the amount of people because the more you drink, the funnier people get. That's true. So as and I would say the dining package also made up for the people because you didn't have to deal with them that's as true. much. We we were able to escape into smaller restaurants. Yep. Um, that only seat maybe twenty five or fifty people, versus having to go to the main dining room or the buffet. I jokingly call the pick trough. Yeah. Um. But our our room this time was on deck fourteen. Yep. So because of that, and deck 14 is right below the pool deck. Yeah. Uh, we had a Central Park balcony, which come to find out during this cruise, that is the highly, most highly sought after balcony. Uh, a lot of people were complaining that they were not able to get a Central Park balcony. Uh, we booked it intentionally because we've booked every, something. Well, no, we've always been done. We've done the boardwalk every boardwalk, time on yeah. Oasis. So some want to do something different. We don't need ocean facing. We can get that on any other cruise line. Um, so that was it. Was it was nice. Um, we're we're northerners now, <laughs> so we didn't really use the balcony much because it was hot. It was. Uh, so we didn't use the balcony as much, but we enjoyed it in the evening times. It was very nice and peaceful. The only downside of booking deck fourteen is we could see the pool, and so at night it was loud and noisy, and even during the day it was the music. Yeah. So don't don't book that. Top one. Yeah, I would could. go. I would do deck deck ten, deck nine. Think nine right or there. ten would be perfect. Yeah. But all in all, it was a it was a great trip. Um, it, it, we had a really nice time. Um, no major disasters happened during the trip that we're no. aware of. So I would I would call it a success. So uh, stay tuned. Lots of Wonder of the Seas Lots. content. I spent seven days working my ass off getting video footage and pictures and content and everything to be able to bring you guys some of the best wonders of the seas content uh on youtube so be be on the lookout for for a lot of really great videos come out over the next few weeks yeah from our time there we're talking ship tours we're talking our thoughts about all of the specialty dining and i'll go more in depth about some of the entertainment and and, and we just got a lot of cool stuff coming out so Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram. A lot of pictures from the trip are going to be coming out there. Yeah. Um, make sure you check her out on TikTok. Right? What is TikTok. it? TikTok. Cruise News and Booze. Cruise News and Booze. Cruise News and Booze on Instagram. Cruise News and Booze on TikTok. Um, if you if you liked it, uh, give, give us a quick subscribe. Uh, yeah. Hit the bell. Uh, give us really a appreciate up. it. Whatever whatever you got to do on the platforms. I don't really <laughs> follow them very much, so I'm not as in tune with what's going on on these different followers. She's she she does that that piece behind it. So um, we appreciate you uh, hanging out with us today. Um, that's it. We'll see you next time. Happy hour 04 in the bags. Cheers. Cheers.